We're here. <sighs> we survived. What did we survive? <laughs> I say survived. Isn't it weird how much different a Hartford athletic game looks in person rather than watching on TV? Yeah. I thought when we watched it on TV that there was a lot of people. But when we went, there was really a lot of people. There was a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. It seemed safe, though. Like, there was never oh, a time where safe. I felt yeah, no. not safe. They um, had the mask patrol on lock. You could not dude, take a bite of pizza and chew it for three seconds without some man being like, hey, could you please yeah, hey, man. make hey, sure you, you please? I can't see your nose? And like, I took a sip of my beer, and I thought I was committing a crime. <laughs> I'm 23, bro. Rightfully so, though. I mean, everyone was safe, so. Yeah, no, but it, I, I was surprised at how often I was wrong with what I was seeing. Like, I just mean? saw a different game than the TV showed. I, I'm pretty sure. What do you mean? Just with, like, I thought there was a handball. It oh, wasn't. Yeah. Like, you see tackles, and you're like, oh, that was rough. And you see it on the broadcast, and you're like, oh, that was soft as hell. Yeah, because like, we pulled it up. Yeah, and least... we didn't believe that uh, Guzman kicked that man in the face. He absolutely kicked him right in the face. Told him right in the mouth. Gave him bloody nose, all that. All that. So, um, like, it just looks different. Yeah. Not being able to see all angles. Well, and do. you, like, go with the the feeling of the crowd, yeah, which always like, supports <laughs> Hartford. So it's like... Yeah, like if they scream, we're it's like, like, there's ah. no way he just kicked him in the face in the box. Some oh, of the fans, though, you hear something that they say, and you're like, are you watching the same thing that we are? <laughs> like, um, somebody near us was like, oh, that number nine is... He's really something. I'm yeah. Like, he's touched the ball, like, twice. On like, the I other team, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, watch, he's going to make us pay. Yeah. And you're then, like... like for the first time in the 88th minute, when he got in the box, he's like, oh, I told you he's told, about to score. I told you so. Didn't yeah, score, okay. though. <laughs> Not, I mean, it was really, I mean, it's cool. Um, that's like a really cool stadium to be yeah. in. It's so personal. And you see people that you know, like from the area, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, this is actually, like, we're all doing this. Like, we're all actually supporting this team. You know it's going to be really cool to see at that stadium? What? Do you already know? What? That's beating Red Bulls? For the second well, time? that happens all the time, but uh, seeing that man hack, oh, lace up the boots, and get I on that field, about that. so crazy. It's so cool. I think that's the second player to make the leap from NYCFC to Hartford, mm -hmm. which, I mean, it makes sense. It's like semi-local to where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm more than happy to have Hartford be the feeder club. Yeah, and it's not a major downgrade in terms of skill and, you know, final product. Um. I'm just excited, actually, to get down there and, like, watch him play for real. Yeah. Because I don't think, I mean, I don't really think many people have seen him play for New York City just because the, the appearances haven't been there. But I could easily see, and I think I tweeted this at the club or something, but uh, I could easily see him, like, being a consistent player with Hartford. Like, at minimum, he's he's turning into, like, the Nagelstad that gets subbed in for the last 20 to 30 of every game. He should definitely be a starter. Yeah, or on the on the high end, I said he could easily get in there and boss that midfield with Barrera, and they would, I mean, they would, they'd be a better team with that. For sure, yeah. yeah. And, like, he, he's the type of player that has that hunger that he honestly could, if our squad wasn't so deep, he could be playing for the senior team. Mm -hmm. And so going out on loan, this, that's just him not wanting to sit around and watch. Like, yeah. He just wants to be involved, which is honestly like you can't knock that. And it's perfect business for uh, New York too because they said we could just recall them at any point. Yeah. So if it comes a situation where he's like playing out of his mind 
or if it comes to a depth situation where we, we need somebody because of of injuries once we get deep into the season we'll just bring him back up and he'll he'll be match fit to hop right in so yeah i mean and when i say feeder club i don't mean that harford's necessarily like a lower tier team mm-hmm. outside of like obviously mls is going to be way more competitive than the usl mm-hmm. but Honestly, Hartford, with that atmosphere and the way that that club can go, especially with the current manager, like you could see that team making a bid in five years to yeah. be in the MLS. Like it could be one of the expansion teams. Yeah, I mean, you could see it's it's not quite as extreme as a situation of like the best college football team could beat the worst NFL team, but right. like Hartford could definitely give like some of the worst MLS teams like a run for their money. For sure, no doubt. Yeah, on on Hartford's see. best day, and on like, I'm trying to think of who to even mention. I wouldn't throw anybody out of the <laughs> Yeah, we we, we won't call, we won't call anyone out. But on their <laughs> like average day, it's looking bad. Like if DC United rolled in to uh to Dillon Stadium, like they played against us, and Hartford were feeling pretty good, they're probably gonna take I mean, an L. DC is gonna take an L. Able to finish against DC is getting a result. Wait, before we get into that game, because there's, so there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> there's so much. Let's keep the energy high. Uh-huh. Uh, you you look... No, you don't look different. Something looks different. Oh, yeah, we oh, haven't even I touched even... on this. Here we are, like, too many minutes into the many, many the recording minutes. to even consider this. But this is our this is our new setup. This is our new home. We this switched. Is... Yeah, we moved things around. We nailed things into the wall. Um, Bob the Builder style. It looks pretty good. It's all level. It is level. Which is to sensational. The, to the best of our ability, it's level. And it looks great. A yeah. lot of this stuff is brand new. Yeah, the two Hartford scarves we got in um, like a, the other day or whatever. Just to bring the thing to life. I mean, it was kind of lifeless a little bit. Yeah, and then you got the... Amazing personalities. Yeah, and then you got the <laughs> scarf at the playoff game. And then that other... Yeah. That other scarf there has just been around. I don't know. That That's might be like as old as the club. Yeah, maybe. that may be the 2015, like possibly 2016 scarf. Um, and then we've got some pictures up there, and maybe we can edit them over so you guys can actually see them. Yeah, but or maybe put them on Instagram or something. Put yeah, them on our story. something. So we got just, like a shot of a playoff game. The only <laughs> one that we went to, that unfortunately. Yeah, and then a, a selfie from the same game. I. You'll be shocked to see this photo when it's like <laughs> blown up, and so you can actually look at it. I promise there is no alcohol involved. <laughs> I don't know why I look like that. Probably not yet. It's probably before <laughs> but that the game was started. yeah. That was probably some type of divine intervention where I had a second where I knew that that was going to happen to us because that's what I look like. I think that's when we're. I think we're buying chicken fingers. To be honest, yeah, um, we were in the chicken finger line. <laughs> Yeah, I just I look like I already knew that we were gonna oh, lose. Oh, that's that. That's the scarf that's right here, actually, around yeah. my face. Oh yeah. And then uh, that other one, that's my favorite picture. I think that I own. To yeah, be that's so dope. That's that little turf field, um, like on top of the parking garage outside of Yankee Stadium. To to anybody listening, if you ever or if we're ever allowed to go to Yankee Stadium again to see them play, and it's. I mean, it doesn't even matter if the game is an 8 o'clock game. I think we always end up on the turf yeah. field. But after the game, we're always there for like two, three hours before we make the, the drive back to Connecticut. So Yeah, literally just playing with anybody who wants to play with us, yeah. any local. Um, right there, that's literally 
five or six kids that we we met that day and just decided before. to. I don't even think we spoke the same yeah, language. Yeah, we just kind of them. kicked the ball at them and they kicked it back. And yeah, somehow it turned into like a six v six after we had like kicked around for an hour and then we got into a six v six or something like that. It I don't even just, know how we communicated so cool. what the goals were. We were just <laughs> uh, scoring goals somehow. Yeah, people put up like backpacks and sweatshirts, just, and then we were in a game. My favorite part of soccer, right there, yeah. is just being able to literally. That's, Hang out with people you you have nothing in yeah. common with, never never talked to before, can't even speak the same language, and you guys are making a game. Definitely like a top. Game. It's insane. Top I three moment of all the all the New York City moments that we have. So anyway, let's switch it over to talking about our wonderful soccer club, New our York City men. Uh, you can go first. I mean, you have a lot stronger yeah. opinions, I guess, on this game than I do. <laughs> Well, so one thing you that off. you were shocked to see earlier when you sat in my seat when we were making angles is that I wrote verbatim, Medina, awful game. That's the whole note. That was the tweet, apparently. That was the note. Uh, like My question is how can you rate him so poorly when the team itself looked awful? Yeah, so I, I just copied these over from the notes in my phone. So I would imagine that that was written maybe a minute <laughs> to uh, or a couple seconds after he missed that absolute sitter that Mots gave him to score a goal. So maybe a little emotion-filled. But uh, talking about Mots, I think, and the, the MLS Team of the Week reflects this, uh, Mats had like an incredible first half, like potentially the best half of of football or soccer even that we've ever seen him play. I mean, he was really unlucky that uh, Medina didn't finish that attempt and that Keaton wasn't able to finish that other one. I mean, he easily should have had two assists and he was in the attack the entire, like every minute he was up there. And uh, the blessing with that is not having Matrita at left wing. We have a man named alexander ring who knows how to track back <laughs> so that Mats can get up into the box play those balls and like you know feed the attack uh so it doesn't always have to be the dude on the left wing cutting in right okay so historically we've said that the left side of our team is the weakest side mm -hmm. of any team ever in the mls probably ever yeah that is literally the game that moderator needed to have to show that we can do it um, it it was unfortunate that we didn't finish the goals that he created, but catching a team like that who's coming in to defend and they're probably doing the thing that every other team has done, where they're like, oh, I don't care about the left side at all. You guys can do whatever you want over yep. there. Have at it. Um, Moderita having that type of game brought players to be like, okay, maybe we got to respect that left side. Like We've been sleeping on that left side for sure. Moderita whipping balls in, um, but our finishing this whole year has been trash. Like, mm -hmm. That's been the worst I've ever seen a team finish, I think. I think if we, if you break it down, you look at our expected goals and what we're actually scoring, mm -hmm. it's it's bad. And it's not – I don't even know if it's a confidence thing. Or even just our shots to goals. It's not a skill thing, I should say, actually. It's not a skill thing. It is a confidence thing. Yeah. Because the, you saw Hebert last year, everybody was banging in goals, and that and that just built that confidence and the trust in each other. And there's not that anymore. Mm -hmm. It just simply isn't. Well, the Hebert thing is absolutely confidence. I mean, he's had opportunities 
like so many opportunities. I mean, some some happens. Yeah, in some of them, but a lot of them, it's like, bro, how are you not finishing that? Yeah, if if it's a goal that he should be finishing, then you know the reason he wouldn't would just confidence would be behind that. Um, I don't know with this one. So we had we had like nineteen shots. Uh, I think like four or six they said were on target. We got no goals. Um, it just seems to me like, and I think I had told you this right after the game, it seems like DC got exactly what they came to play for, which was a 0 Which is draw. so boring and annoying to watch. Yeah. It's like, it, it takes me back to Mourinho at United. Like, you knew every day, no matter what the team is, they're going to sit behind the ball, yeah. play really boring, and just trying to grind out wins. It's like, dude, I respect you trying to get results, but at the same time, do it in a way that I'm not falling asleep on my couch watching my favorite team. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and even going back to uh, to how many goals we created, it's like Maxi had a terrible game and he was still the one creating all mm-hmm. of our chances. Like, yep. he had some sparks in the first half, but genuinely he had probably one of his worst games in our shirt. And he created almost all of our chances outside of the, the ones with Moderita. Yeah, that's what I had. That was the next like awful game type thing I had was uh I think Maxi warmed up the longer the game went but his first half was just not good like until you got around the 35 minute and on mark he was just playing awful um we saw him like you said start creating some sparks definitely in the second half but just to no avail like it didn't nothing came of it so it's not uh not in the right home about really yeah and um, I mean we we keep seeing this with both teams, really, Hartford Athletic and New York City FC both do it, where they're getting in promising areas and then pulling it back. Mm-hmm. And I, there's nothing that annoys me more in American soccer than watching that. It's like, dude, just have the, the trust in yourself and your teammates that you can put a good ball in and that your teammates are going to be in somewhat of a spot to, to get on the end of it. But that doesn't mean like what was happening at one point where we're just launching up long balls hoping for somebody to be on it mm-hmm. like that can't happen either yeah and i think so, that's exactly what you said when we were in the stands like the second i can't even remember which player it was that like i, th- I think it was our right back because this dude literally like got the ball beat two men sprinted all the way to the 18 as soon as he got there he cuts back and passes it right back to his center back like almost a half point and yeah. you just turned to me and brian and you're like this is the thing that i hate the most about yeah. american soccer and it's, it's like it curses our national team yeah. too because it carries over. But not only that, but it's like, uh, it's just so deflating and demotivating. Like as he's making that run, he like beats two men. Like the whole crowd is like, oh my god! Yeah, like do like there. the whole crowd is like gasping and cheering, and then like instantly just cuts back, kills the play, and it's like, okay, what are yeah. we doing here? And so yeah, I mean, not not to bounce around too much or anything, but it it. For Hartford to get back into that game, mm-hmm. um, it literally took our midfielder being like, oh, nobody wants to make a run. I'll just yep. smash this thing. Just stepped up. Just step away. up and smash it. Like, So, I don't know. It, it's a problem maybe with American soccer, the way that it's always been played. But it needs to change. Dude, play more like LAFC, but everything to them is about an attack. Yeah. Kill off games. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Do you have anything else like special to say about the? Oh no, it was a terrible game. Terrible game to watch. Yeah, should have. We should have been a win, no doubt. The the last thing I'll say about it is it was really funny 
when the announcer at one point is like, oh, for the the people watching over in England, like, dude, no, the people in England <laughs> yeah. probably turn this off because this is terrible football. Yeah. The, the, like, three or four that we're watching. Yeah. They've, I'm like, they've they, left the TV. They've gone to bed, dude. They're tired of <laughs> the back passes, too. too. <laughs> they want somebody to make a run. Yeah. And I think people on Twitter, too, were saying that DC's been doing this for a while. Uh, and they're, like, shocked that the DC uh, coach is still hanging around. But I can't, like, I just can't imagine... Like game planning not to win. Like what it like what does that even well, mean? Well when you know that your team is bad. But they're not that bad. Like well, they're not that bad. Okay, but the thing is you're going into that game without Ariola, you're not you're not in your yeah. best chances to win and especially right. to create goals or to score goals. So yeah, you're gonna probably put a bunch of people but at the same time Ronnie has to know going in like they mm-hmm. their best player is not gonna be there. Who and even um the dude that used to play on the crew, he wasn't even he didn't yeah. start. And so All they had was going into that game with that team sheet, you're probably telling your players like, Hey, you can get up and really attack these guys. They're not gonna be coming at you. Mm-hmm. When they come at you, it's gonna be soft as cotton candy. Like you have nothing to worry about. But what we didn't bring up and I just thought of it, because I don't think we were trying to make excuses anyways. I think we kind of just put it both out of our minds. But there were two handballs that went the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, first off, Briant did his dirty in the box. That I mean, I, that uh, the was... story from the start of the game, like as soon as you see that Ted Uncle is refing a game, you know that there's gonna the be yeah, you know he's gonna make a statement he wants with to whatever call or no call that he makes. It's it's gonna happen in the game, and it happened twice for us. So you had the Briant uh, handball in the box, absolutely a handball. Um, intentionally it's, it's moved not, his hand to hit it yeah i understand with the rule book it's like not making your body bigger but just because his arm is coming in towards his body uh he may be making his body smaller if that's the the technical terms that we're going with but like he literally moved his arm in the way of the path of the ball in an attempt to to stop it so so just i just re- don't know remember this right the announcer and the reps allegedly say that Briant in that moment is moving his hand to protect his face, right? Mm-hmm. Think back a month ago. Paul Pogba's at the top of the key. He gets a shot blasted at him and literally puts his hands right here to cover his face. Yep. Directly hits him in the hands, doesn't hit him in the face, penalty. And everyone's like, oh, you know, you got to take that shot to the face, blah, blah, blah. That's a full four shot from a Premier League player. And to me, that ball wasn't even hitting Briant in the face. Exactly. Like, it was catching and him shoulder. you compare that to somebody lightly crossing the ball in an MLS game. Like, it's yeah. just different. No excuses, but, like... But that's BS. Yeah, that, that should have been a pen for us. And I, I don't want to say, like, I'm not trying to win games just by pens. Like, I would much prefer if we could just get, like, 19 open goal or open play goals a game. But if we're do a pen, we're do a pen at the end of the day. So, yeah. uh give it to us because we deserve it and then the other handball uh it went against us but not in the same way when they called tati on a handball when this man literally i mean and both of these were confirmed you know how the mls does the instant replay stuff on youtube and they have like a ref uh i don't know if it's a committee some type of ref representative go through each of the the like key vr var moments from the week and he looked at both of those and he was like yeah that was a pen and this was not a handball 
for to go our way. So essentially yeah. giving us two goals. And it's like, I don't know. Like How many it, times are we going to get screwed over by yeah. these refs? I mean, he literally like upper, I mean, the ball hit him here, man. And he played it right to Makai and class by Makai to finish that, like to take that turn and far post it right underneath the keeper. I mean, that's as he's good got as a left a, peg on him for yeah, sure. He's, he's unlucky not to uh, hey, get the goal. I don't know. Crazy, dude. Crazy idea. You get it on our attacker's correct foot and they make things happen. Yeah. That's, I mean, it is a crazy. I don't even know it's the crazy, word. Uh, I just blanked out. I know I what you mean. Care. A crazy cool. concept. Concept. Give an attacker a ball, he'll score it. Correct. Score yeah. more than the other team, but they don't draw. Leave it to Ted Uncle, we'll lose or tie yep. when we should have won. So uh, I think that's just. Transition? Yeah, I think that's just I about. Messed up so many things. <laughs> I think that's just about all we have to say about both games. Um, oh, who do you think had the best here? Probably Kevin, right? Yeah. I mean, outside of myself, of course. Kevin or. Uh, was it Schwafter that had an interesting one? Or was it Manhattan? Manhattan, I think, was the solid one where he, like, properly had one S-tier dude. He had the right dudes in A except Iriola, which the is right a little dudes. a little weird. Uh, AKA on brand. But we had some solid ones. I think people would have more fun with the midfield and attacking ones, though, because those are the dudes that you really know. So yeah, let's get out of here before you guys can hear those sirens. Yeah, before we start hearing <laughs> Weewoos and all that. All types. So... Uh, um, it's turned into a little bit of a longer episode than I imagined. Yeah, we might, uh, well, I think we're going to end up having to cut out a little bit just from us figuring yeah, out can, these tier lists. We can probably cut the tier list into its own little thing. and Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but um, hope you guys enjoy the new, new digs, setup. New digs. Um, this we'll is probably, a nice little touch from the, the oh, card yeah. that they gave show, us. Show those boys. That came with the scarves that we ordered. So Yeah. Thank and you the tickets that will inevitably come. Can't wait to be back at uh, stadium. To, to be back at Yankee Stadium and uh, back to playing on that turf, man. That's the real dude. I love it. It's I the real it. dream, playing on a turf. So um, maybe catch us at the next Hartford Athletic game if yeah. we're there. I think we're gonna we're gonna reach out to those uh, those men and see if we can't get a little hood pass or a press pass, as some people yeah. might call it. Uh, to the game, see if Try we can get, get in there. Some, yeah, some on-field content. Maybe bring a camera over there, take some pictures, maybe get some words with a get some in, players. Get in in time so that I can actually get Buffalo chicken pizza. Yeah, I think from Worcester. One thing that we have on the agenda, and there's no promises to this at all because it's so not up to us. But like, we have to speak to Hack absolutely. Oh yeah, that was the first thing when I saw the transfer. I was like, what a collision of worlds like yeah. our podcast is just uh new york and hartford and now we have for the first time since we've recorded like proper business between the two of them it makes the most sense to try to speak to him so yeah kind of i don't want to say that we're responsible for hack coming yeah i'm just saying the second that somebody's interested in both some business happens between them yeah they might be watching I'm just saying like look well, we could take agent fees. We can, <laughs> we can work these deals out. Bro, we could just interview players, and it's cool. That yeah. that could be all. But Hi, Nagelstad, whomever. Yeah, anybody. But I think it'd be cool. Sean Johnson, come and tell really, me why you're good, bro. I'll talk to Ibiaga. I don't care. Tell me why you're good. Um, Defend yourself. 
but yeah, I think we think. Yeah, we've gone on way too long. Yeah, so. Post ninety pod on all about socials. All I think socials. my brain is melting because we're currently recording at twelve forty two. Twelve forty two, man. And my brain. Twelve forty two, man. My brain doesn't work. That yeah. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Post ninety pod. Thank you guys for watching. Peace. Deuces.